for today's daf is Shvuot Shvuot Hey Five, and yesterday we left. So when I left off the other day, where I was talking about how we established the Mishnah like Rabbi Ishmael. I don't know if you remember that. I learned, learned that like Rabbi Ishmael, and it's all about Marcos and this and that. And they said they can't be, can't be like Rabbi Ishmael. It can't all be about Marcos. That was Rabbi Posner. You guys learned that with him, and then we said. Um, it could be like, like Rebbe, right? That, is that where you left off? It could be like Rebbe. Um, Mishnah could be like Rebbe. That, uh, that it's like, oh, that it's Ribuyu Mi'ut, right? So there's a, yeah. uh, so what was that? that Ribuyu Mi'ut versus cloud, proper cloud. Yeah, what was it that? In and out, inclusive or exclusive. That was with regards to oaths, right? That, yeah, let's just do that. With regards to Mishnah's <laughs> On that page, Dal Mupet, but but he he darsens the pasuk for oaths in a way that you learn out that um, you have two that are four, and uh, and it's talking about in the f- in the future and in the past. It's talking about the korban. It's not talking about the malchus. Okay, so Ravina on the page uh, Dal Mupet, one, two, six, seven, eight, nine, nine lines up. Ravina said that Meimar, Rabbi Darashi Buri Miute, Vaha Rabbi Kaliaprate Darish. Right, so we're asking a question here. Um, Rabbi, he said our Mishnah can go like two. Our Mishnah can go like Rabbi because he holds Ribui Miut. Now we're going to have a challenge on this. The challenge is this. Um, it seems like he doesn't hold Ribui Miut, he holds Baal Uprat. <coughs> so, so he couldn't be the, the author of our Mishnah. So there's a distinction between, did you guys go over the distinction between like Kalaprat and Rebuing the Ut? I'm not sure if I understand it completely, but there's a, there's like a nice, maybe if someone gets a chance, there's a nice explanation here in Steinzal, in the Steinzal, it's on page 178, where he, he discusses the difference between the two different, like the, the, the intricacies of them. Um, so that's something they're referred to. Because on the face of it, it seems rather similar. Right. But Kalaprat seems like it's more general. You 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 have, like, um, we're going to see there's a case here of Kalaprat. Let's, let's analyze the case and we'll see how, how, how we understand the difference between them. There's going to be a case here. Um, okay. So we're asking a question. On one hand, we said this is a challenge, number one. This is a challenge. Kalaprat. Uh, sorry. Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Holy. So two different ways to deal with Pesukim. You have like two different statements that you have. You have one. You have a. You have two different state positive statements, and you have one that contradicts them. So the question is, what do you do with that? Is it like a mute or is it a is it a clock? You learn something more general from it, or you learn something something more specific. We're going to see how we're going to bring an example here. I, I'll admit that it's not completely clear in my head, so I can't explain it at this point. But um, we'll see here from this case. But we're going to see, this is a challenge. Rebbe holds <coughs> Kalaprat; it doesn't hold Ribui Mu'ut. So 
the Mishnah can't be like him. Okay. Arabi Kale Prate Darish Titania. So he's saying, no, this is his shita. How do I know that? Marzea, Ainli Ella Marzea. Minayin Larabot Asol Vasira Hamachat Vamekadef Vamekatev. Tamulamar. This is with the uh, all, right? For the boring, the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just holding the hand, but anything that would be holding the hand. Yeah. Uh, it's, oh, you did this. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, okay. Splinter, this and that. Um, yeah, I have a translation. I translated these ones. Splinter, thorn, needle, gimlet, stylus. Okay. So we say, Rabbi, Rabbi holds call mute. Only things that are metal uh, are relevant because you learn, learn a general principle from something that was, was an exception and not all the other ones, like a, like a splinter or a thorn. And Chachamim um, learned out differently. Only metal things. He learns that kalupra. You have a general thing, and you learn that that general thing for it's all all metal things. But uh, Rabbi Yosipar, uh, Rabbi Yuda learns out um, something. I guess more other more specific things. He's able to learn out from a miut, and from there also the their machlok is with regards to a splinter and a thorn that aren't metal. It can also be work for pinning the the, the ear lobe of, of the of the slave. Okay. Remember my Rabbi Darash Rabbi Rabbi Darish. Okay, so we have our, our challenge here. Rabbi holds Kalaprat and not Rebui Miut. And the, the premise is that in order to understand the Mishnah as, as two, two equals four for us, you need Rebui Miut. That's the premise. Um, okay. So they go, Ya'in, really? That's true. So Rebbe does hold Kalaprat. But Alma Kale Prati Darish. In general, he does. But this specific case, it was a case before this. Which says, which is a proof that Rebbe holds you're going to This is Bechor. He had a case with Bechor, with a uh, firstborn, which taught us, which taught us that he holds you're going to I was like, you learned that, right? Yeah. So we had a case, and I actually brought that here. Um, just take the first doors. You have like two pidurim erkecha, and you have a certain limud there, and he holds ribuim from there. Um, so that was like the source. And then we said that's what he holds. And now we we had a kasha. So this is firstborn, and this was what case is this? This was a marzia. This is a what's the word for that? All. Yeah. This is all. And this was um, firstborn. So it seems to be a. We wanted to say originally that his shita is he holds your boom. We have a contradiction from all. It seems like it's a clay holds collar prop. So they're going to say, what's the answer? That's the challenge. Here's the answer. Here's the answer. But Alma collar prati darish. Yes, it's true. He, he usually holds collar prop. That's his general shita. Bahacha um, hainu. So this case of bechor, this where uh, where he says ribui me'ud with regards to firstborn. That's an exception. So that makes it difficult to, to uphold the Mishnah like him. Because if the Mishnah was like Ribui Mu'ut, um, so he, it's not his general shita. His general approach is that Kalaprat. Uh, Kalaprat is the way most of the, right? 
But the, you learn how kolaprat. It's a general principle that we. There, that is a general one of the thir- one of the right? uh, yugumi Rep- dot. Yeah. yeah, it is. I don't know. Like I don't know too much about those the yugumi versus kolaprat. So I can't say like if if yugumi is le- is much less popular. I don't know. So. Okay. <coughs> um, no, no, no. What, what I meant is, for him, he usually learns out kolaprat. In other words, his usual his usual, his usual uh, methodology yeah. is a kolaprat. So if he's using a different methodology, it's a little. That's what's a little. Yeah, off. his general approach is what. Kalaprat. Yeah. So if well, he usually learns how kalaprat, and the here he's learning how something different. Exception. That's. This is an exception. Right, right, right. His, uh, his way of his methodology. His firstborn. Yeah. This is an exception, and that is. Uh, right, right. So this still poses a difficulty because. Um, this poses a difficulty because if he holds Kalaprat, he can't align with the Mishnah, right? So, so this was a yeah. Okay. I feel like I missed a step here. Okay. Um, let's see. Ba'ama kali aprati darish v'hacha haynu taima kidetanya derishmael the tanya derishmael b'mayim b'mayim shnei pamim ein ze kalaprat ela riba riba umiet. So I can explain this a little bit. So here's a. So we said that his general shita is kalaprat. His exception is is the firstborn, and that's because um, he has a lima like Rabbi Yishma. from another from another sukya. It's like another from. Um, from mine, mine, which is uh, unkosher food. This is like another one. So he learns out this exception of firstborn that he holds. His exception is is in a specific case. What's that specific case? The specific case is when there's two, the two, <coughs> the two uh, come first, and then the exception comes last. So we're going to see. In a, this, this case of firstborn was a case. In general, he holds kalaprat. This case of uh, firstborn was when the two things, the two letter, two words came first. I, I think I brought it here, right? Ufia uftifde. Those two came first. Then erkecha. So when that happens, then it then it goes back to riboyamiut. Uh, and the same thing with this case of unkosher food. Um, we're going to see there's mine, mine, and then in this pasuk here, um, two. Uh, so it's my mime, and then it comes to like to to mimaet afterwards. So there's some. I wish I understood it more to kind of flesh it out more. But uh, if it's in the middle, then it's, it could be a kalaprat. It comes to your general thing, and then the detail, and it goes back to the general, and you can extend it as a general. But if it's afterwards, then it could be repointed. So that's still an exception. So we, he holds color pots as difficult. Um, yeah. I think I missed a step there. Maybe I'm Maybe This is actually isn't a, uh, this is like a, a clarification of this. This is like, this isn't a, this is a clarification of this. 
So Rebbe holds Kalaprat, and then this is a clarification to this. Rebbe holds Kalaprat. This is, um, in general, he holds Kalaprat. An exception is uh, Rebbe Yemir. And so we stop. Is that clear? Because it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Rebbe holds the, fir- uh, Mish- the Mishnah. Rebbe holds, okay. Mishnah. Rebbe, Rebbe holds the first four. Okay. Then we have, we want to say the Mishnah is like him. Because the Mishnah is Yigui Mir. Mishnah equals Yigui Mir equals Rebbe. It's a question mark. We wanted to prove to establish that. We wanted right. to establish that. That was our initial thing. We want to see, we're trying to find who it goes. We said Rabbi Shmuel doesn't work like him. So we have. We know that Rebbe holds first Yigui Mir. We know that Mishnah is Yigui Mir. So, so then we could just you know, we have A and B, and so uh, A implies B. B A implies B is A. Yeah, whatever you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, right. Okay, person. Okay, so Rebbe equals Mishnah. That's where it's right. concluding okay. at this that, moment. That was yeah. our original understanding. Yeah, right. Then we challenge that. We challenge that from. From the where we're undoing our premise, right. we originally held Rebbe held uh, We're undoing our premise, and we're strengthening that now. We're saying, um, we're saying that, and uh, when he talked about Rebbe from there, that was talking about um, an exception. I was talking about an exception, but really his shita is called problem. Unless, unless the two general terms come together. If they come together, then he holds. Uh, yeah, but our Mishnah. Uh, our Mishnah is Ribuyumut. Uh, so maybe that'll work. Oh, okay. So that, oh, sorry. So that was the answer. Okay, that's why. Sorry. That was the answer. That in general, Rebbe. In general, Rebbe holds Kalaprat, but, but when our, the, when the two words come together first. Two, yeah, when the two words come together, like in our Mishnah, so he holds Ribuyumut. So. It's worked. Okay, so this challenge. This is the mission is not like him. This is the mission is like him. That, that's clear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Thank you. So that was an answer. This is a challenge. This is an answer. So the truth is, he. When, when she does. He holds like our mission, but that, that's not his general shita. Right. But now the question is, what? How general is general? Because he's basically what you're saying is, at least where we are now, is he does klal uprat when it's klal uprat klal, but when it's klal klal uprat, he yeah. does ribuyu mu. Yeah. Yeah. So and there aren't, that, that's that's an exception because it's not often it does it appear like that. Right. Okay. It's the minority. Yeah, it's the minority. No, thank you. All right. So that was the answer. But I'm, so here's the answer. But I'm a kali prati darish rahaka haine tamer kitatana darav ishmael tanarav ishmael b'mayim b'mayim shnei pamim ainsa kali prat eliri baumi et rabbanan. So the rabbanan, how did they darsh in this pasuk that they said that it, this is a kali prat? They just they just said read it as if it appears in the middle. As if the the other one, it's, there's not two, them one. Rather, there's two one, then another one. Uh, there's that's two them one. Rather, you have a klal prat uklal. Read it like that, as if it, it is it as if it says that. Hatel prat beinehim. He'll trans move the the the. You have a maim, the maim beyamim. Move the beyamim and echalim between the two beyamim. Somehow work that out. Um, I tell Prabhupada, but do not be Kaliprat. So they're always into doing the Kaliprat. 
Okay, so Ashda Damar Rabbi Kala Prati Darish Balkocha Kasha Shvuot. Oh, okay, so maybe I had the wrong. So Arshvuot. Sorry, I'm sorry if I didn't look for it. There's something. The Mishnah has to be, I guess, called. the mission of oaths. Oh, oaths is not kalaprat. Uh, oaths, oaths isn't isn't ribui mi'ut. Oh. So, sorry. So, Rabbi Rabbi holds ribui mi'ut. Then we wanted to say he's like the mission, which is ribui mi'ut. Which is ribui mi'ut. Oh yeah, which is ribui mi'ut. Okay, sorry. I think I have this guy. We wanted to say he holds ribui mi'ut. We say he's like the Mishnah. Rabbi equals the Mishnah, it's Ribui Mibu. We said, no, Rabbi Shita is Kalaprat. This is an exception. This case of, um, with general, uh, this, this case of firstborn and a kosher food, these were exceptions, and he holds Ribui Mibu there. But in general, he holds Kalaprat. So with the Garcia Shvuot, he, he would also hold Kalaprat. Mm-hmm. So, and our Mishnah has to be, but our Mishnah has to be Ribui Mibu. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, that's so, so they say here. So why is the Mishnah an exception? I don't understand. Yeah, the Mishnah, the Mishnah has to be because um, generally Shvot are Rebuyimiyut, they're not Klaloprat, right? Yeah. That's what we. I'm, I have to say, like, I, I don't remember. There's like a long Rashi here that I didn't, I didn't get to review properly. But I'm just taking it as an axiom because it's like already like late in yesterday's daf, yeah. but like earlier, like yesterday. But there's certain premise that our mission has to be Rebuyimiyut on Shav and on Shavuot, and an oath and Rebbe. His general sheet is Kaluprat, it's not Rebu Yimiyu. So we saw that there's an exception with regards to the firstborn, with regards to uh, the unkosher food, but in general he would hold, if you see the psukim like this, he would adarshan them as Kaluprat in general. And so our Mishnah can't be like him because our Mishnah goes by Rebu Yimiyu. And so they're going to say, that's true. Uh, uh, why, why our Mishnah has to be removed, I, I can't sh- prove that now. I don't know. Elab Shavuot Nasiv. Uh, so really, he he holds like our Mishnah. So in the end, it's Rebbe holds. So in the end, the conclusion is like this: Rebbe holds our Mishnah. He brings Rabbi Akiva's view. So our Mishnah. The bottom line is like Rebbe holds with the cards. Like if you remember from yesterday, he talked about Yediot. Um, Yediot. That was Rabbi's approach. That was Rabbi's opinion. So the bottom line: Who's the Mishnah like? If you ask who's the Mishnah like, with regards to Yediot. Idea, you have it's like Rebbe. And with regards to um, what's this topic? Uh, oaths. Rebbe, it's like Rabbi Akiva. Rebbe brought Rabbi Akiva's opinion, even though he doesn't agree with him. Because Rabbi Akiva holds a rebuy, and he goes So that's the end. That's the bottom line. So we we undid. We said the whole stuff when I was here on Friday. Was talking about it's like Rabbi Ishmael. Now we said no. It's really like Rabbi, uh, Rabbi, and Rabbi Kiva on, on those two parts, and then everyone, people, other people agree on the other parts. Okay. This whole thing started because we had four cases of items that are two that are four, yeah, different things, and so we thought that therefore how to handle them must be the same for all of them. So we're looking for who, yeah, who 
There has Who's to be the authority on all four. Yeah. And then through all of this process, we conclude, actually, yes, these are all two that are four, two that are four, two that are four, two. That are four, two but they're actually different authorities telling us what to do. And there were two yeah. different stumps. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, this is it, at it least was, the it, first It was a bit two. of a red herring. Right. They didn't want to do that. They, looked like they didn't want to go there, right. yeah. but they had to go there in the end. But um, the other two, I think they're not, I think they're not, uh, they're pretty clear, the Nagaim and the Shabbat. I don't think that they're debated. Yeah. It's like, that's, those are agreed upon. But the first two, we wanted to get one author for all of them, but we couldn't mm-hmm. do we it. Could we couldn't. Yeah. yeah. Even though you thought they had this common denominator of two that are four, and that maybe somehow yeah. that means that they're all a package. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. So we're gonna now. Since that's that was our first topic, I was trying to kind of figure out who the mission is like. In the end, we established it's like the idiot is like Rebbe himself. Oh, it goes like Rebbe Akiva, who who holds a Rebbeinu. Now we're gonna try to understand this language of idiot. The pasuk says vene elam. So if you look at um, source. It says here, uh, uh, number three, it was kind of uh, concealed. I use that word, concealed. Yeah. Uh, there's concealed and aware. That's what we're going to use. Uh, uh, it says What's that puzzle? Uh, I think that's important. Uh, uh, I guess it should be an important pursuit there. Okay. Right. Hey, bet. Um, hey, I have it here. I have the pursuit here. Um, one second. <coughs> Whoa, I don't even know what, how that got in there. It should be the Ne'elami Mena. That's, like, that's important. That's the other Ne'elam. I don't know how that got in there. Okay. The Ne'elami Mena of Hu Yadav Hashem. There's two Ne'elams here. Um, and there's Hu Yadav Hashem. So the question is, what do you do with all these? So like, how do you understand what this means that it was concealed from us? We're gonna, that's going to be the topic here. And that's going to extend to um, like the beginning of the long lines. To understand like what this means... Um, Somebody was going to do going to the Mikdash, and then he forgot. If it was concealed from him, so they're going to say um, we're going to try to discuss like what that concealment is. Let's see what they answer to say. Um, so, uh, Rabbi Darshan's these two psukim, he says, one of them, one of the Ne'alams is to teach us that, um, this is one of the Ne'alams teach us that, that he, that he knew beforehand. You have, um, something, the last Ne'alam comes to teach us that Tuma, um, of Hela Mikdash and Tuma. So you have two two different ones. He's Darshan that way. Amar Marvanela Mikalshiada. My Mashma. So there's a certain premise here that something someone knew what was going on beforehand and then, then they be lost they became unaware. And we talked about like knew, became unaware and then they knew again. So there's a certain premise that this Ne'elam was that it was concealed from you but you knew you knew about it beforehand. Maybe it's just you never knew about it at all. 
How do you know that? So the, the certain premise here. If you read this, the Rebbe here. Omer enotzri charehu omer neelam mikalshiyada, mikalshiyada, vuhiyada reikanch deyidiot is a yidia before and a yidia afterwards. Right. So that's that was the the case. So one is that you knew beforehand and then you it became neelam. Then you knew again. Those are the two yidia. Then he used darshan the last part for something else for the two types of. Not, lack of knowledge, but nevertheless, you have a certain premise that you knew before, and then you can get They're going to ask about that premise right now. It says it would became. Um, so we're trying to look for a proof to say that um, that this that somebody knew and didn't know beforehand is that the language it doesn't say that it was completely unknown to the individual. It says that you you became unaware. When alam seems like you knew it beforehand, then became unaware. So that, that's the proof. So they're, now they're going to try to bring some sukim where it says v'nei elam, and it really those sukim really mean that it was uh, you never knew in the first hand, first place. So this is kind of like um, this kind of. So the first stage we're saying here is um, we want to. Rebbe learned out. Um, Rebbe learned out. This. this uh, Rebbe learned out that ne'elam equals um, he knew beforehand. He says there's. You could see that from his language, and then and then you became and then it became concealed, and it became concealed. That's that's how he learned it out, and they're going to say what's the source for that. The source for that is um, is it didn't say because it, it didn't say Valu, not uh, didn't say not say Valu Mami Menu, right? That's a support for that. That's the support. And now they're going to ask on this. They're going to bring a few cases of Ne'elam. So this is Ne'elam, Ne'elam doesn't equal, sorry, doesn't equal um, completely concealed. Right? Because you knew it beforehand. Okay. Now they're going to bring a few cases where Ne'elam does equal completely concealed. And that's going to be the, that's going to be the challenge. So they're going to bring a case of Sota. Um, so there's a case of Sota where it says that the, the husband, it became, he was unknown, un, unbeknownst to him what his wife did. And so there it can't mean that Ne'elam um, uh, means that it wasn't completely because he knew it beforehand. He, he didn't know anything beforehand. So Ne'elam equals completely concealed. So that's going to be a kasha. So they're going to say here, um, yeah, but, uh, um, Tanya, okay, but they wouldn't check her with water at all if he knew. If he knew beforehand that she was a sota, that she, his wife uh, was, went off the path and she was... She unfaithful. Was unfaithful, exactly. Um, so they would never do the check in the first hand because they you're guilty. Why are we, you know, why are we? So that proves that it was never that, known. Yeah, it was, it was never known. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't think that's not good here. Ne'elam equals um, never known. Yeah, I think it's is more like Ne'elam is always always concealed. Yeah. Well, this this approach always. is not Ne'elam. It's just equals it was known beforehand. No. Let's go do it in the pot. And this is going to be Ne'elam equals never know. And this is the source. Sota is the case of this. There's going to be another one with um, 
the Brother Torah. Is it going to be cash? It's going to be challenge. Okay. So, so, so is, the, is, a, is a challenge to this. As uh, the, the Mishnah says, or two, uh, it says here, Bisman ishmenu avon bodkim et ishto. ishmenu avon bodkim et ishto. So Rashi says here, amenu avon shaba So if he knows, ena uh, ishmenu avon. If he's if he knows that she was nistara, if she went off, she was she was unfaithful, then then he would uh, then he wouldn't get then he wouldn't get checked. So it has to be, if he knew, there has to be a case that he didn't know at all. That's so thing. He never knew. That's at the all. only way they would have done that. That's the only way they would have done the okay. check. Right. So the language of ne'elam has to mean can't mean known before. Has to mean never known. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have another case of that right now. Um, the two gabei Torah. Here's the case of Torah. Ne'elma me'ne kochai mi'ofashemayim nistara. So the Torah can't ever be is un is concealed from everybody. You can never completely know it altogether. So from there you see the Torah. Was never, no one could completely know it. You could, it's not like you knew it beforehand and, you, and you, it was concealed from you. The Pasuk saying is, Torah is completely concealed. They're going to say here, The Torah says, No one can know its Erech. No one can know the Torah all the way. So when the Torah says, There's the Moshon of Ne'elma with regards to Torah, it also means, No one can ever know it. it means so, you can, so that, so. the clop and the, the baby, that, that's, we leave that out. But that's yeah. just a uh, God. Yeah. I mean, that, that, could be that, that could be the, what you were supposed to learn in Torah as you grow in your life, but it doesn't mean that you know all the Torah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, you know, erka. It says all of it's erich, you know. Lo yudayinosh erka, all of it. Um, yeah. Ela amar bai. That's good, good kasha there. Ela amar bai, kasavar rabbi yediyot. So, what's the answer? Yediyot beit rabbo shma yediyah. So, they're going to answer that. Here's the answer. Is, uh, this is who this is Abaye. We're going to look for something that's not that's kind of a idea, but it isn't a idea. An in between to come. This seems it's never known. This is known before. So we're gonna have to find a case that's gonna be like kind of work, can answer to both of those. This is gonna say everybody when they're young they learn in the Beit Midrash. They learn Torah from their Rebbe. But uh, when you get older, you know some of it. You don't remember a lot of it. So on one hand, it could be on one hand, it could be never really known because you, you didn't really know what was going on when you were doing the sin. On the other hand, um, we could learn out from. Uh, it could on the other hand, the alam could be understood as it was somewhat known before because you had some sort of like initial knowledge. If that is that's if that's yeah. kind of clear. It's kind of mm-hmm. trying to satisfy both of these. Um, we'll yeah, the imperfectly known. Yeah. So it's like Abai you knew it once, and now you don't know it as well. Why does like a certain like. Um, Compromise. Elam equals known and not known <laughs> beforehand. Like most of us, we really knew something well, and now we sort of know it. Yeah. So Rosh is going to like tease it out a little bit. He's going to say that you knew that it was that you knew when you touched the thing from from your child. You knew about the chotumah because everyone learns veikra in the cheder, right? Yeah. You knew that touching something is tameh, but you didn't know. You knew part of it was tameh, but, but when you went into the mikdash, you didn't know that you were tameh. So, like, you had knowledge, but not complete knowledge. So, on one hand, we could say that we can uphold these psukim, which says, this was never known. Things were, like, uh, things were, at least sota and Torah were things that maybe the sota, somebody, uh, somebody learned, oh, the, the, the husband learned these laws, but he didn't, he didn't know her situation. Some sort of knowledge and not knowledge there. 
Um, and then when the mommy meno, we understand the psuk. Rebbe could still understand it as to be saying that um, that that the individual knew before. There was some sort of knowledge beforehand. I don't know if that's that sits well or not. That's well, such a. You know, yeah, he saw his wife. Yes, yeah, so, so go around the corner with a guy. You know, but it doesn't really mean suspected, right? But then that would be like suspected, but you had reason to suspect. Right, but I think it means you know, I mean, like, oh, you should have known, yeah. right? But I don't think I, I don't think that's what we learn out. That's what it means. What that, that you so should have known, like. You didn't really know what you should have known, no. Sota has to be a case where it was like, it was, there was some sort of knowledge, but he didn't know it all the way. Uh, maybe he knew, maybe he could have suspected her for something, but he didn't, I don't know, there has to be some sort of... Like, I think there couldn't be any suspecting. I think it, it, you're right, it's some, because then you wouldn't have... Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the word ne'alam is not the first word you would think they would use in this context, right? This, this word concealed, it's not the type of word you usually use with knowledge, right? You forgot, shachach, you know, like... Here, I have here. Now, if the impression and it was concealed means that the husband knew initially that his wife was hidden, or at least that, and then forgot it cohabitated with his wife, um, then the Torah could not... For that, oh, sorry, sorry, the question, sorry. Lamar by... Um, Seventeen. Uh, would you, okay. Uh, uh, okay. There, okay. In this way, by in the case of Sota, there too the reference is not to complete knowledge that, that is then concealed from him, but rather to some rudimentary knowledge that does not develop into complete awareness. In the case of Sota, the husband did not have some inkling, did have some inkling of his wife's improper conduct. That is enough to refer to him as lack of further awareness as it became concealed. But it's not enough to deem him continuing to live with her until he knows that she has secluded herself with that man is sinful. In regard to Torah, one's rudimentary knowledge of Torah is sufficient to describe his failure to appreciate its true scope and value as something that became concealed. Alright, so some sort of knowledge. Alright. So what? that clears it up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Elamar by Kazarat so bait rabo, shma idiya. So okay. And so that's if you should rashi idiya pay rabo, it's like fifteen lines down. Uh, uh, on top, on top. like some sort of partial knowledge. So, on one hand, Rebbe could learn out that Ne'alam is that you would, you would, uh, you would have known before. And on the other hand, that will work out with the Psukim. Okay. Uh, so we had in the, in the Mishnah, we had a case where it says someone doesn't know in the beginning at all. And so, and then, and then afterwards you come to know. So they're asking a question, he goes, oh, well, doesn't everybody have this childhood education that they would know from childhood and that always, everyone would always be assumed to be somewhat aware, somewhat unconcealed? Um, so the answer is no, not everybody has a, has a good education in childhood. Um, As a kid, so the kid, our mission, so... So to go back, our Mishnah, when it talks about that it's Ne'elam, the Yediyot Tumah, it's talking about um, somebody that knew a little bit, but they, like every, the standard person who has an education, but they didn't know completely, and that's why it's like, that's what's called yid, yid, that they that they knew, they didn't know, then they knew. They knew a little bit, but it was still considered. And then, but a case where the Mishnah says you don't know, and then you did know, that's a case of someone who didn't know at all. 
Okay. That was part two. Mm -hmm. All right. Part three. Um, this is a little. This should be a little bit lighter. This is Yitzhiyot Shabbat. This is another part. So we, we talked so far about the oaths. Now we talked about um, Yediyot. And we said the Yediyot, which I understand what that Ne'elam meant. It means that it's not complete lack of awareness. It means a certain lack of awareness. And now we're talking about Yitzhiyot Shabbat. And we're going to talk about um, what, and we're just going to get, I'm just going to give the, like, the, here's a teaser, here's a uh, spoiler, sorry, spoiler alert. It's going, the final conclusion is going to be, like we said, we talked about the mission originally, um, that Yetziyot Shabbat Shtayim Shen Arba, our mission is talking about two Yetziyot and two Achnasot. So I, I originally referred to that as you extending your hand, but now that I read this, it's a little different. Two Yetziyot, two types of going out of the house. It's talking about the house, not the hands. Two Yetziyot out of the house, so you, Motzi to me outside the house, or I, Motzi to myself outside the house, and two Achnasot. Me, I put it in the house, or you take it and bring it in the house. Those, that's two that are four, in regards to the house. They're going to ask, why, is, why, is, why do we only uh, stick there? Why do we say two that are four? Are, and Mishnah Shabbos talks about two that are four with regards to going in, and two that are four with regards to going out. So it says there's eight. So how does that play itself out? So Yitziyot is going out of the house, that you completely bring it out, or I completely bring it out. Those are Deoraita. And there's a Derabanan that you do part, and I do part. So you pick it up and put it in my hand, I bring it out, or I... I, um, or you pick it up, pull it out, and put it in my hand. Those are, so those are like derabanan. So in the Mishnah we made two yetziot, you pulling completely out, me taking completely out, that are four, we, me and you sharing in the burden in different ways. Two derabanan, two derabanan, we said the same thing for achnasa. Uh, so they're going to ask, why here you say achnasa, why you do two that are four, and there you say um, only two, here you say two that are four, they say two that are eight. What, what, what could you answer to that? Why here in Masechet? I give you the answer kind of way. Masechet Shavuot, you're saying two that are four. Masechet Shabbat, you're saying two that are eight. Because Shavuot, we talked about um, past and present and future, right? That that was what gave us. Or you can even get more simple. This this is a Masechet Shabbos. We're not bringing all the laws of Yochad Shabbos here. This is just. This is Masechet Shavuot. Shavuot. Yeah. It's to match it with the two that are four. That's like going to be the answer. So no, that's, okay. <laughs> okay, that's the answer, and they're going to try to go into a little bit of understanding what. First, they're going to ask that question. They're going to try to understand like what the two that are four are. Yeah. We already gave you the answer to that, but let's kind of see how they flesh it out. Yitzchot Shabbat Shtaim Shen Arba. Tanan Hatim says in the Mishnah Shabbos, Yitzchot Shabbat Shtaim Shen Arba Bifnim, Shtaim Shen Arba Bachutz. Two that are four Bifnim, two that are four inside. Maishna Hachet Tanan Shtaim Shen Arba Vatulo. Why here you list four and there you list eight? So that's their that's their answer. Um, so uh, Shabbos you have. Um, there you have eight. And here you have four. Why? There is the Kar Shabbat. And here it's not. So where they're going to hear you... So at this point, they're going to just say this. It's kind of like a weird assumption. But here, they're saying, here we only listed... It says Yetziot Shabbat. Here we only listed the Yetziot, which are two. Right? I don't know why the assumption is that at this point we only have two. Like, here we have the Kar Shabbat, we list all eight. Here we're only listing the two Avot, which is... Because um, really, it's Hachnasot or is a Tolada. 
it's at the uh, it's Yerusha Shabbat. Um, it says the pasuk is from Hotzaah. So. Here we're gonna see. So we just listed, here we just listed the Avod because this is an Ikar Shabbat. This is this is all about Shabbat. We just listed the Avod. At this point, they're gonna say the Avod are only two. They're gonna ask that question. Let's see. Hatam di Ikar Shabbat utani Avod v'toladot. Here we list all the Avod v'toladot. Achad al Ikar Shabbat Avod tani v'toladot tani. Avot ma'inin hu yitziot yitziot tarte havyan. So if you just say here when we talked about avot, avot only are, avot are only two. Meaning, there's only two avot, and we have four here. I know these are kind of assumptions that we already. I don't know. Atim yikarshva avot ma'inin hu yitziot yitziot tarte havyan vehitim amehen lechiv mehen liftor. So you might want to say. So they're going to say here in Shabbos we said avot and toledot. We said hotzaah and hachmasah. Here we said hotza, only hotzaah. Mm-hmm. So they're going to say hotzaah. There's only uh, if you talk about hotzaah, you only have two hotzaot. So they're going to say so. Let's how do we make it four? We're going to say what are the four at this mm-hmm. point? Avot two and there derabanan. At this point, we're not accepting that hotzaah and hachmasah. We're still fleshing it out. So we want to say two. To bringing out of the house, you saying you sending it out, or me pulling it out, or you pulling out, putting it in my hand, or me or me you putting it in my hand, me pulling it out. Two that are four, a vote that are two, plus there are two that are not. Equals four. That's going to be the assumption here, but they're going to say you can't do that though. Why? Because it has to be like marat negaim. In the other pieces in the in the Mishnah, we're trying to make them equal. Marat negaim are all deraitas. They're not deraitas and derabanans. So you have white, the blue, the different shades of white. Um, there in Ikar Shabbat they learned out So in the end they're gonna say here um in Because you might think that going out, taking out, and go and bringing in—that's two. You know, you might. Well, you might think. But they're making those four. No, I think it's more. The, the Torah has the language of uh, of hotza'ah. Mm-hmm. It's that you bring you bring it in and out. Um, I forget the exact place, but the exact verse. But um, but from the Torah, it's clear that it's hotza'ah. Mm-hmm. So those so there those are the two. We're assuming those are the two for sure. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, what are the other two? One option is to say that the other two are derabanans that you know you bring out of the house uh, that we share in, in the load. Those are the two. We're saying that can't work out because of negayim. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna say so, but we were comfortable saying that because we want to stick to the shon hotzaa, mm-hmm. which means to go out, not to go in. Mm-hmm. So, but then we can't say that. So we're gonna say hachnasa. Mm-hmm. We're gonna say that you go in. 
that's still <coughs> difficult with the language of hotza'ah, that it goes out. So they're going to try to explain how the language of, of going out can also mean going in. That's what they're going to do now. That's what they're going to focus on right now. So, it says yitziyot. Right? It says yitziyot. Amar Ashi, um, let's see if you can show you a few. Amar Ashi, is also called Hotza'ah. What's the source for that? Mimai. <laughs> like it says in the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, anyone who takes out from Rashut Rashut is Chayav. So it can't just be talking about going. Oh, Rashut Rashut doesn't specify, so yeah, it goes either way. Rashut Rabin, Rashut 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 It could be, it seems that's what I'm going to say, exactly. Your language is exactly what say here. Miloskina de Kama Ayo Yule, the Karile Otaa. You're bringing it in also. Just says language, general Mashur the shoot. So we see language of Hotza'a can also mean Hachnasa. Another guy say, maybe it means Dafka Rashuri Yachid, the Rashuri Rabim, that you uh, brought it from your Rashuri inside to the outside. And that's what it's talking about, not Rashuri, not, not both ways. So they're going to inkenitni amotzim rishut. So it should say specifically inkenitni amotzim rishut yachid rishut arbin. My rishut rishut. I feel the rishut arbin the rishut yachid. So because it says just a general rishut. Also, also could be from one rishut yachid to another rishut yachid, right? Well, you could ask that question. That's that's not a problem going from rishut yachid. No, no. But to get no, to the other yachid, you have to go to rishut arabim. No, no. Um, Why if I have a, I share a yard with a neighbor? It's I mean, all well, if it's all connected, or should you, you have to have something in between? It's all yeah. one. You need a I don't think that, but that's still yeah. okay. I think if it's interconnected, it's possible. If you're in an apartment, you, you can go. If, if there's no rabim between you, yeah. I don't think I think it's there's okay. no carmelite either. It's just kind of like uh, one rishuder being attached to another. If I have, if I have my backyard, that's the whole idea of the eruv that you want to make no, it all one bigger shooting. I have made an eruv. My yard, Michael's yard. There's a fence between us. My so that fence would probably be like a Carmelite, I think. And that would distinguish between the two different yards. And there is there. I can pass a chair over between the two yards? No, you couldn't because you have that fence, which is, 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 a, is, exactly. a, is a reshoot within itself. That's considered a, like a reshoot. I think it's a Carmelite. But you have to build something. Region. You have to have something that's real. Oh, it has to be like a... It can't just be... If your yard and that... Has, Carmelite also has a shear. I think it's four or four. four, four. I'm like... It's like yeah. ten years ago. But... I recall if you have but something. The point is, I can't, I can't carry something to my neighbor's yard. I can't go bring a chair to his house on Shabbat. Yeah. Even if I'm not going on the street, I'm just crossing from across from my property line to his property line. If your yeah. yard is attached right. and there's no separation, if there's no separate, if you have like a wall you know. going around your yards, that's already then that's already like an eruv. So it is considered one bigger shidiachid, even though you own it separately. And I'm saying it's that's the whole idea of, of an eruv. I know, I know, but. First of all, I have to so, declare. So you have a wall, a roof. So, so yeah. maybe I didn't declare that it's an air roof. But yeah. even if, all right, we'll have to look into that a little yeah. bit more. The but point is that every, you could have any any permutation. If it's just reshut right. reshut, it yeah. could be any. Yeah. And, yeah, and as soon as I'm moving from reshut to reshut, somebody is moving into a reshut. To, to, to take it I out. Still, I still have to look into that a little bit more. Like you want to expand the reshut reshut to every. I still have to look into that a little bit more. Yeah, I'm more I'm more I just look at it as reshut reshut means reshut And he can go either way. But he's already saying if you're already saying it's open, you should go with it all the way. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, then I don't know. Okay. But time of my Kari So so okay. So we have a good good source. Kari le hotza'ah. So why do they call hotza'ah? So it's not really that it's going, it's going out of the house. Rather, it's going out from its original place. So that's, that's the Lashon Hotza. That's why we can, 
Um, yeah, so here we just kind of try to explain why the rest of the Gemara is why Hachnasa is similar to, is called also Hotza. And we said that um, really it's not talking about Yitziah from the house, it's talking about Yitziah from its place. So Hachnasa can also be called, bringing in it can also be called Hotza. Okay, so, that's, so we understand, so what do we, that, that third part we understand what two are that are four. Originally we said two that are four, we wanted to say that it was two, uh, two Hotza'ot that become four, two Durabanans connected to them. So no, it doesn't work as a negayim. We said two that are four, two, two hotza'ot plus two achnasa'ot. Those are also all considered hotza'ah going out because hotza'ah, the language is not just going out of the house, it's going out from its place. So that's how we got to that. All right. Mor negayim shnai chenarba. Okay, so this is... Uh, okay, so we have more, now we're on our fourth topic here and this is going to continue the next page but we'll, we'll start it here. Um, for, so we have two negayim. Now we talked about negayim. This is the, the, the last one, right? We talked about all, all different ones. Um, so two that are four. Tanat hatam. So this is a, this is an important mission. This is the first Mishnah, I believe, in in negayim. At the extent of my bikiyus in negayim. Okay, but mar negayim shnei shenarba baherat azah keshelik shnia la kesid heicha set ketzemer lavan shnia la kikrum beitza. Okay, let's just take a look at this little chart here. It's going to be helpful. So, before we just understand, like, the order here, these are different shades of white, okay? So, Baharis is the worst, is the most white, then Set, and these are two Deraitas, these first two. And they have their Toledot, the darker darker shades. Lime is lighter than egg membrane, so, and that is the, that is the uh, Toledot, it's the extension of Baharis. And set and egg mayor is, is an extension of cis. Mm-hmm. So that's those are the four different shades. Um, so we're going to see Rabbi Akiva holds that. Um, Where does a crew fit in? Where? A crew. It was my wife's wedding dress. Um, <laughs> is that egg membrane? A crew. I'm just going to these guys have never been to Home Depot and seen all those swatches. <laughs> <laughs> this is all the whites it's we true. know of. Okay. It's all the whites. I guess, I guess they, you, know, you have to have some sort of category, otherwise you go nuts. Yeah. Okay. So, Which is what every husband does when his wife wants to paint something. Yeah. Like, yeah. It is like egg. What is it? Egg. Uh, Eggshell. Eggshell. Yeah. All right. That's the All right. Marut negayin shnei shenarbah. Baharet azakishel gets number one here on the chart, and then shniala is seed lime of the heicha. That's number three here on, on the on the on the chart. Set kitzemer lavan. That's number two. That's seis, and kikrum number four. Kikrum beitza egg membrane. So Rabbi Chinnah Montana, our Mishnah says marut negayin delo kirabi kiva. Di Rabbi Kiva kivan de amar zolam alazu im kentaharta seed heicha militzaref. Bahade. So our Mishnah says, um, our Mishnah says there's two that are four. There's two that are four. Um, so it seems that from our Mishnah, yeah, that's that's the that's the premise here. This is the fourth part of our Mishnah. This fourth part of our Dhamma. <coughs> so our Mishnah seems to say that Set and Baharit, they both have a Stein Shen These are two that become four. Right. right? This is their extension. Um, whatever that is. Uh, Baharis is lime. Uh, is extended to lime and yeah, set is to egg number. 
say. So this is the easiest to visualize, pun intended, yeah. in terms of the two to four. So this mm -hmm. is Baharit was um, was lying. Yeah. And this yeah. extension was uh, egg member. So we said these are two that are four. For, so our premise here is that these other these extensions can't. They're gonna they're gonna this is gonna be the premise here that these uh, toledot can combine with their avot to com to form a grease a certain amount. So let's say you have like a certain amount of you're looking for a nega on, on someone's skin. They have like a half a grease of baharat of this uh, snow and a half a grease of lime colored. So you say that those would add together because these were Mish is kind of coupling them together. Two that are four. One that, that becomes another one that becomes another one. So these add up together. This isn't going to work according to Rabbi Akiva Shita. Rabbi Akiva Shita is this, is this, this totem pole here. This. He's saying that only the one underneath it um, can, can combine with the one above it. Uh. It all goes by the shades. It doesn't go by the extensions. So according to this, um, the Baharic couldn't, the line couldn't add to the Baharic according to Rabbi Akiva because it's one, two down. Only the ones that add on are the ones that are one feet above. So intuitively, that actually makes sense. Couldn't add with the egg number. You know, to extend to do something like this is is really uh, is difficult. In other words, logically, you would think the the shade right below is the one that goes with the one above. So yeah, his he seems to be intuitive. At least that's right. He goes by the color. He doesn't go by the I guess by the by the category. Right, right. It's by the color. So this is called Sapaha, by the way, the egg membrane. That actually appears in the Pasuk. So if you look at the Pasuk here, actually, that I brought, um, it's Pasuk number four. So this is Set and its extension, Sapaha. Beheret's extension doesn't appear in the Pasuk. O Beheret. So those are the three up here there. Sapaha is an extension of Set, the egg membrane. And this is the, this is wool. So then, how did they, how did they learn the line? Yeah, I don't know. Oh. A, there's a there's a lean move for that. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's not not from the pasuk, but let's let's see. Um, okay. Uh, set. Okay. Okay. Amar bechina maitana marot negaim delo kerabi akiva. The akiva kivanda marzola malamazo. In kentiharta so seed hecham yitzref bahade. So, because you, so let's just think about what. So, according to this approach, um, <coughs> according to this approach, what goes with what? We have we have baharet, we have ses, we have um, we have with this line. According to the first approach, what, what goes with what? Um, so the they first skip. approach is, is they skip. The Baharit goes with lime, Ses goes with egg. According to Rabbi Akiva, Baharit goes with Ses, lime, Ses goes with lime, lime yeah, goes with Rabbi egg. Akiva, this goes with that, this goes with that, this goes with that. Okay. So they're going to say here, this is, this is, this, yeah, this is our mission. This is Rabbi Akiva. It's not like Rabbi Akiva because um, this. Because why? Because because ses goes with with egg in the pasuk, right. undoubtedly. Yeah, we're gonna see that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So okay. 
Pasuk has already given us a clue. That Rabbi Akiva holds that these all to go together, but only the ones that are adjacent go to go with the other, with the next ones, right? right? Only these can go with these. But you can't skip over another step. Right. Yeah. Um, but these, I wonder if I don't. I guess this couldn't go with this according to the first approach because these are different. These are different pasukim, mm-hmm. different categories. Okay, so um, so let's see what it says here. Let's say. Uh, so according to this, the line, what's the seed is the line. Corner to, to the, according to our Mishnah, this line can't connect with the six, right? Because mm-hmm. it can only connect with um, the Bahari. Rabbi Akiva said, that the line can connect with the six. Right. So mm-hmm. that's going to be, that's why we can't make it work out. Uh, that's what it means. Tiharta seed me echamit serf bahade. You denied it from being able to connect to the one above it. You can only connect to the one, two, two rungs above it. Man the tsarfe, the tsarfe bahade baheret. So you, if you mitzaref for the hai baheret, you can set that difamine. Um, you should connect it to Baharit. Uh, it's better to put it to set that's, that's, that's connected to it. Um, okay. So. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Bahari Baharit. You can set that defamine. There's an assumption here. I guess this, is, I guess this assumption was off. Let's see. Kuna Rabbi Kiva, line can't. Sorry. Let's see this again. Kitar to see this reason. Let's just go down the time. Let's Because of the four colors, okay. Then by okay. because you have purified the line of the sanctuary from combining with any of the other spots, as will now be just, the line you've made it unable to connect with any of the other spots. Let's see. With which other spot one can combine it? Shall one combine with Baharis? Why the, why there is sace wool white, which is more intense than lime white? Shall one combine lime white with the wool white or cess, which is only one degree above it? Why? Oh, wow. It was so clear to me when I re- when I learned it. <laughs> Let's do this again. Sorry, we're we're late already. All right, maybe we'll leave this to tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <sighs> so the issue is how to combine the different shades. 